Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I grabbed my five-year-old sister's hand and made a run for it. If we got caught, it'd all be over. We couldn't get sent over the border. We just couldn't. The sound of the dogs barking and the voices and the police officers grew louder with every second. We darted through the crowd until we came to a large drain. I jumped in first, then grabbed my sister and ran. The stench of the drain was nauseating, but we couldn't stop. We ran until everything was quiet in the dark. I sat and held Benita on top of me. When mom had died, I'd promised her I'd take care of Benita. At this moment, I knew I needed to come up with a plan to protect my sister. This is my true story. However, names have been changed to protect the people involved. Dev, I'm hungry. Benny looked up at me. Don't worry, Benny. I'll get us something to eat. We walked along a dirty path. I saw lights ahead and I prayed that they were friends and not foes. A few minutes later, Benny and I stumbled into a refugee village. There were tents and boarded structures close to each other. I asked around for some food, but no one was willing to offer anything until I came to Arjuna and Anya's boarded structure. Anya opened the door and welcomed us into their two-room home. She quickly made us some sandwiches with something to drink. After we thanked her, Benny and I gobbled them down. We had gone two days without eating. Thank you so much. My name is Dav and this is my sister, Benita. We're new here. My name is Anya. The door opened and she turned to the person that just came in. And that's my older brother, Arjuna. I stood up and shook Arjuna's hand. So what do you guys do for jobs? There is a company that trains young men to be assistants to billionaires. It's nothing glamorous. We get less than minimum wage, but the income is steady. How soon can I start training? You can start tomorrow. I'd need to get someone to watch Benny. I'd love to watch her. Anya offered. You guys can stay here until you get on your feet. We don't have much, but someone helped us when we first started, so we're paying it forward. The next day, I cleaned myself up and borrowed a suit from Arjuna. Training lasted six weeks where we learned how to answer phone calls, write shorthand, use a computer, practice basic sanitation methods, just to name a few. During those six weeks, I wasn't paid, so Benny and I depended on Arjuna's small salary to get by. I did some petty theft and handed the money to Anya to purchase food items. She never questioned where I got the money, and for that I'm grateful because I didn't want to lie to her. After my six-week training, I was assigned my first billionaire. Over the years, I worked for quite a few billionaires, but they were all the same, mean, ungrateful, and selfish. 
I was able to put up a wooden structure next to Anya and Arjuna for Benny and I where we lived a very simple life. That was until I met Mr. Cook, who changed everything. During my first few weeks of working for Mr. Cook, who had a wife and two teenage daughters, it was a nightmare. I was expected to get to his home at 5am where I was instructed to iron Mr. Cook's suits and shine his shoes. I was also given domestic chores to complete as well. You'd think that if we were working in the same place that Mr. Cook would have at least offered me a lift to the office, but that wasn't the case. I was expected to finish all my chores at his home and then travel to work and get there on time. But through it all, I smiled and I was always pleasant. If I had to suffer through a few injustices to give my sister a shot at a better life, then I was all for it. After the first six months, Mr. Cook called me to his office. I must say, Dev, you are the best assistant I've ever had. You're diligent, hardworking, and not once have I heard you speak badly of me or my family. Thank you, Mr. Cook. I was just testing you to see if I can trust you with the lifestyle that I live and some secrets that must be kept between a boss and his assistant. Can you do that? Yes, sir. Good. I'll be setting up some computer courses and legal document classes so you're better equipped to fill in the gaps at the office when needed. You won't be getting a higher salary, but the experience will be good for you. I kept my head down, did what I was told, and turned a blind eye to Mr. Cook's illegal affairs and late-night shenanigans with female workers. As the obedient assistant, I'd always call Mrs. Cook and let her know that her husband was in a meeting and he'd be home late. One afternoon, while Mr. Cook was out of the office, Mrs. Cook arrived. Good afternoon, Mrs. Cook. Mr. Cook is not in right now. Do you want to leave a message? What I want is to see my husband. You can wait in the waiting room until he comes, ma'am. Mrs. Cook laughed. Do you really think I'm going to wait in the waiting room like a concubine? Mrs. Cook walked to the door and tried to open it. If you don't open this door right now, I'll make sure you never work in this town again, and you get deported to whatever godforsaken land you came from. I opened the door quickly, and Mrs. Cook entered and slammed the door behind her. I sat there nervously, as I had strict instructions not to let anyone into Mr. Cook's office without his consent. As soon as I saw Mr. Cook walking towards his office, I walked hastily to greet him. Mr. Cook, I'm so sorry, I couldn't stop her. Boy, stop babbling, spit it out. Couldn't stop who? Mrs. Cook, she's in your office, sir. Mr. Cook stopped and looked at me disapprovingly, but he didn't say anything. Knock on the door in five minutes and say my next client is here. I nodded and he inhaled deeply before he entered the office. For the next five minutes, I sat and listened to angry, muffled voices coming from inside Mr. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mr. Cook's office. As soon as the five minutes was up, I knocked on the door and opened it slightly. Excuse me, Mr. Cook, your next client is here. Thank you, Dev. Margaret, we'll finish discussing this at home. Mrs. Cook pushed past me and exited the office. Mr. Cook sat behind his desk and loosened his tie. Pour me a scotch. Yes, sir. 
After pouring the drink, I handed it to Mr. Cook, who drank it in one shot. Okay, bring in the Philip files. We have to get... Mr. Cook's eyes widened as he held his chest. Mr. Cook, are you okay? Mr. Cook couldn't answer as he gasped for words. Somebody help! A few staff members gathered into the office and laid Mr. Cook on the floor and started CPR. But it was too late. Mr. Cook was dead. Staff members waited outside Mr. Cook's office for the police to arrive. I was taken to the police station and questioned. That's when I saw Mrs. Cook as she sat by another table with an officer as she gave her statement. I wasn't released until midnight and I arrived to collect Benita around 1am. I'm sorry I got here so late. It's okay, Dev. We saw the news. Leave Benita to sleep. She'll be okay. Anya smiled. I looked over at Arjuna. What's going to happen now? I've never had a billionaire die on me before. I ran my hands through my hair frustratedly. I'm sure the company will line up another job for you soon. I sure hope so, for Benita's sake. Over the next few days, I waited for a phone call from the company, but none came. I wondered if Mrs. Cook made good on her promise to ensure that I'd never work in this town again. On the news, it was stated that Mr. Cook had died of a heart attack, so I was no longer a suspect in Mr. Cook's death. Even though this was the case, the company never called to assign me a new job. I returned to the streets and pickpocketed people to ensure I was able to take care of Benita. One afternoon, while out in the streets, I got a phone call from Mr. Cook's lawyer. He wanted me to be at Mr. Cook's reading of the will. Arjuna, do you think I should go? If you're invited, it means he left you something. Either way, it won't hurt to go and see what's up. On the day of the reading of the will, I walked into Mr. Hudson's office waiting area. Mrs. Cook and her two daughters were there. A few seconds later, Mr. Finland entered. Thank you all for coming. What is he doing here? Mrs. Cook scoffed. He's here because he was invited. Shall we go to my office and begin? He has no right to be here. What could Stan possibly have left for this low-life assistant? Mrs. Cook raved on and on that I was just the help and I needed to go home and attend to my own affairs. I stood up and turned to Mr. Finland. I think I'd better leave. I don't belong here. Dev, you stay right there. I'll read the necessary parts to Mrs. Cook and her daughters. Then I'll come and get you, okay? I nodded and Mr. Finland ushered Mrs. Cook and her daughters into the office. Approximately 30 minutes later, Mrs. Cook rushed into the waiting area and began to accuse me of swindling her husband. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Mrs. Cook stepped up and slapped me. Security, get her and her daughters out of here now! Yelled a voice from the door of the waiting area. After they were escorted from the building, Mr. Finland apologized to me. He also asked if I'd like to press charges against Mrs. Cook, but I told him I just wanted to get it over and done with, so he ushered me into his office. As I sat in the office and Mr. Finland read the will, tears came to my eyes. Mr. Cook had left me $10 billion. You're not joking, are you? Mr. Finland laughed. Oh no, this is all legit. I guess you really made a mark on him. We also found documents where Mr. Cook was putting things in a place so you'd have citizenship, and I'd like to finish the proceedings. I nodded and gave Mr. Hudson all the information he needed so that I could receive the inheritance and the information needed to get citizenship. I have some friends. Can you help them with their citizenship as well? Sure. Mr. Hudson handed me his card. Have them call me tomorrow so I can send all the paperwork in at the same time. Over the next few weeks, Mr. Hudson helped us set up ID cards, bank accounts, birth papers, and citizenships. As soon as I received the inheritance, I gave Arjuna and Anya $1 billion. We purchased homes next to each other in suburban neighborhoods. We didn't want anything flashy to bring attention to ourselves. We were now able to enjoy our lives on our own terms. 
My story seemed to be a lucky one. Or was it? I have a confession to make. I was a computer hacker in my country. However, I knew... Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I had to play possum if I wanted my plan to work. The goal was to get Mr. Cook to trust me, and once that goal was complete, I had everything else in the bag. Once trust was enabled, I had access to everything Mr. Cook had access to. Things such as his medication, legal documents, and of course, a computer. With his heart condition, it was easy to switch his medication to one that would induce a heart attack. And with his constant use of alcohol, it sped up the process. Next, I gained access to Mr. Cook's will and made adjustments where necessary. It was easy to get Mr. Cook to sign his will since he signed documents without reading. Because, yep, he trusted me. I also left citizenship documents in Mr. Cook's office drawer. After all, what harm could a refugee boy do to a billionaire? Mr. Cook was just like the others. He had everything going for him, but he chose to be arrogant and selfish. I was able to fulfill my promise to my parents, and now Benita and I have a life that we deserve. You can lose sleep over what happened to Mr. Cook, but I can assure you that I don't.